Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Idleman Unplugged, definitely a hot topic here. And no matter when you're listening to this, uh, it's going to be very relevant, even though what I'm talking about right now has to do with what is happening in America right now. But even if you're listening to this months later, years later, it's still very, very relevant, might even change the title uh, on YouTube and in different places um, to kind of make it more relevant with the times. But right now, the title is A Nation Hangs in the Balance. What can we learn? A nation hangs in the balance. What can we learn? Now, obviously, as I record this, it appears uh, that the Democrats will remain in in control in the Senate. And the election results were shocking and eye-opening. Now, granted, there's no doubt that voter fraud took place. uh, But I believe that a lot more is at play. And I don't think we can just blame voter fraud. At what point do we wake up and say, yeah, there's some shenanigans taking place that we need to correct and uh, correct big time. Um, I mean, I won't even get into the 2020 election, my thoughts and um, what's going on. Why is it always key swing states? Why are machines broken in certain areas? I mean, come on, it's obvious. However, you know, if there was a a true um, wave of concern, Republican, Democrat and independent, you would have seen tables turn big time. So I'm trying to look at here, what in the world is going on, putting aside, uh, you know, any type of election fraud. And and by the way, either side claims election fraud usually, but it's quite evident that some things are taking place. But my my concern is a little bit um, broader, you know, even in the midst of unbelievable crime, I mean, it's just mind boggling uh, how life is being just disregarded, you know, people just this week, uh, pushing people on the subways, hitting the elderly, uh, on broad daylight, stealing things, robbing stores, breaking in, you know, it's just, it's, it's alarming. The enormous uh, border crisis, security issues, you know, spending money like a drunken sailor on furlough, uh, the approval of transgender agendas and sexual perversion being slammed down our throats. It's crystal clear that America has jumped into the cesspool of moral filth and enjoys it. So folks, at some point we have to wake up and realize this is a spiritual battle. Kingdoms are colliding. So no matter how much uh, everything I, I just read makes sense, some people are just so adamant about their party. Regardless, you know, if Mickey Mouse is running, they're going to vote for him because God forbid the other side, you know, take a power and and start to promote life and things like that. It's a spiritual battle. And not only that, there's a lot of pride, very, a lot of pride, obviously in both parties and pride is hard to break out of. You, you actually vote for things that hurt you and will hurt your family because you're too prideful to admit that you might have missed it. You might have made a mistake. Trust me, I see it all the time. You know, we have truly been weighed in the balances and found wanting. And here is why, from my perspective. Number one, America values death over life. I mean, just look in California. We just passed Prop 1 
that codifies abortion. I mean, abortion was already loud. They actually didn't have to do that. Why did they do it? P-R-I-D-E, pride, arrogance, in your face, shaking your fist at God. And the sad thing was how many people expressed tremendous joy over this decision. But in reality, this joy over death is a jarring spiritual indictment against America. Did you catch that? Joy over the slaughtering of children is a jarring, eye-opening, life-altering wake-up call, and it's a spiritual indictment against America. It's it's just amazing. Imagine applauding the slaughtering of innocent. They did that in New York, too, years ago. I don't know how many years ago now. I'm guessing 405. You know, thunderous applause broke out in the Senate when they can now abort a baby up to nine months. (laughs) It's like, guys, this is a spiritual battle, and... and, um, What's happening is we're digressing. Oops, sorry, dropped uh, the recorder. We're digressing as a nation. So um, we shouldn't be surprised. We should, you know, realize it's a spiritual battle and we've got to hunker down. And there are some things we can do. I'm going to get into that in just a minute. You know, and additionally, when the, uh, you know, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, uh, and now what's interesting, people got so upset and mad this, that's the Supreme Court justice's job. That's what they do. They are an interpreter of the Constitution. They do not make laws. Remember that. It's a, not a law. A law. Um, it's not a lawmaking body. It is a protector of the Constitution. So that's why they look at what some things that are called precedent. You know, what, what is the court viewed on things before? They look at what was the, what was the original intent of the founding fathers. They look at the original intent of the Constitution and what it means historically, and for us today. And they and they tell us if a law is legal or not. And so obviously Roe v. Wade was not legal. You cannot terminate the life of a citizen of the United States. My goodness. So you know, I, I think that played into the red wave that was turned into a small ripple. Uh, if at all, you know, it looks like as I'm recording this, um, I think I said it earlier, but the Senate um, has, you know, obviously been been given over back over to the, the Democrats. Yeah, I did say that. Um, and so I, I don't know, small red whipple, ripple, I don't, you know, I'm not into that language, um, but it does seem that that made a lot of people nervous because you see a lot of, of ads that were absolute lies you know, here here in California, a friend of mine, uh, you know, is, uh, is one of the senators, Mike Garcia, and uh, just the ads that were, you know, against women, and women can be locked up and go to jail, and doctors can go to jail for, and they were they were they were politicizing it heavily, and and so much fake news and lies out there. But I did, you know, I do think it concerned a lot of people. I mean, think about you know people who aren't believers, and even some believers who are not really walking with the Lord, they're carnal. You know, they look at this like, wow, you know, if my son or daughter makes a mistake and gets pregnant, you know, obviously the son can't get pregnant. He was, you know, helping, uh, like Obama said when he was in office, you know, oh gosh, what about if they make a mistake? Now abortion is illegal. And so I think they voted that way as well. It doesn't mean they were right, but I think, uh, and I think the, the courts were right in overturning it. But that definitely played a role in my opinion, because you see, a mind-blowing 68% of single women voted for uh, voted blue. They were, you know, I think that made them really nervous. And this offers a clear picture of the spiritual condition of our land. 
You know, and much like the prophets in the Old Testament, now is the time to speak the truth and love and confront evil head on. I've been doing that about 20, uh, 20 year, 22 years now, just about, you know, and the, the prophetic words then and the prophetic words now are designed to cut like a sword, burn like a fire and break like a hammer. And that's what we really need right now. And that's what leads me to the next point here. Uh, with what's going on is America has many pontificators, but few preachers. A pontificator is kind of like a you know I don't know self exalted, kind of blown up, uh, just people pleaser. Um, but we need more preachers, not pontificators, not you know so called pastors who are not going to discuss controversial issues. Actually, if more Christian pastors would have rallied their members to take a stand and vote their values, we would have witnessed a significant spiritual shift. Millions of Christians uh, don't even vote. Had they voted, uh, we could have spoke volumes. You know, defeating ungodly legislation doesn't change hard hearts, but it does demonstrate to our creator that life matters. This is so important. Let me let me tell you why this is important. Because people often say, well, Shane, you can't change, you know, you can't legislate morality. In other words, somebody's not going to say, oh, this is illegal now. I better not do it. I better become a good person. True. It doesn't. But the laws of a nation always, always, always determine its spiritual course Um, in regards to the nation of Israel, of course, and even in regard to our nation. I believe that the laws of a nation are the foundation on which it can then build uh, it's life from there. So, you know, it won't change your heart, but it really, you know, if we get, for example, when they had 10 commandment monuments in the courthouses, 10 commandment monuments in the schools, God's word was honored and rever- rever- reverenced. And Noah Webster defined, uh, you know, words using scripture. And um, uh, you look at, you know, God's word was everywhere. It didn't necessarily change people's hearts, but it showed that God is our standard. God is our creator. We are unapologetically and unashamed to proclaim his truth in our culture today. And so, you know, here's what's going on. Gone are the days of Puritans like Richard Baxter, who preached as a dying man to dying men, telling them to turn from their sin and turn from the wrath to come. Uh, today's pastor says, I preach to increase my Twitter followers. You know, I preach to appease the masses and, you know, we're, we're reaping the whirlwind and it's not just in California. I mean, look at major mega church pastors, you know, in Atlanta, I could name some names, Dallas, uh, allowing ungodly politicians to take platforms from Charlotte uh, to Houston. These silent pastors with massive followings are choosing popularity over spiritual power and silence over alliance with God, allegiance with God, I should say or Alliance. Um, and a lot of, you know, pastors are looking at, you know, what do my people want to hear? What does my ethnicity want to hear versus, you know, what does God want to say through you? And so we move on to the next part here. America chooses chaos over character. How can we witness moral decay and decadence all around us and still vote for more? Have you thought about that? How can we witness inexcusable crime, severe governmental overreach, silencing our speech, overdoses uh, caused primarily right now by fentanyl coming through our borders and still vote for more. It's a true case of a victim returning to her captor. Our capitulation is breathtaking. You know, just as one example, John Fetterman. And again, I, I love all people. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to mock and, and, and 
and just be overly um, critical about people like I, I saw a lot from the right and the left. But, you know, it is a great example. John Fetterman, who defeated Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, was clear in his campaign that he would release criminals, hardened criminals, uh, and not to mention his mental and physical state. Other candidates push soft on crime agendas and were welcome into our communities. Uh, look at our, you know, here in California, our district attorney, Gascon, very soft on crime. You know, people tried to remove him and not enough signatures. I mean, my goodness. It's like, you know, the, 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 the victim returning to her captor mentality. It's just, it's just really is mind, bo- bl- mind blowing. And it appears that, uh, you know, America's hatred for pro-life legislation and orange hair is driving them mad. They're choosing chaos over character. All right. The next part, America loves the darkness rather than the light. Wicked agendas are infiltrating society to the point that parents are being persecuted and criminalized and their right to raise and protect their own children is being taken away from them and put in the hands of others. Additionally, the national media is quick to praise the election of two openly lesbian governors in Massachusetts and Oregon, even suggesting that the new Oregon governor would now be using her platform to, and I quote, amplify LGBTQ plus visibility, end of quote, nationwide. But is promoting an ungodly agenda the duty of our governor in that state, or the duty of any governor? It happens here in California as well. The Bible says, woe to those who call evil and evil good, Isaiah 5.20. Now, be encouraged because, you know, I know this can be very discouraging, but you have to be encouraged in the fact that our God is sovereign. Our God rules and reigns. We know it's going to get difficult. We know that he'll bring seasons of revival in the midst of darkness, and we just have to persevere and, and keep focused on him and, and be in thankful spirits. You know, it is what it is. We can't let this beat us up and let fear, you know, take over our lives. Next point here, America believes that people are innately good. I've been hearing that so much and, and from some of these politicians, you know, Mer- people are just are just good at heart. We just need to give them the right environment, the right atmosphere. Well, if you give them the right atmosphere, the right environment, they'll steal, they'll murder, they'll uh, covet. I mean, it's just it's just amazing how off a good segment of our population is. You know, the prevailing thought on the left is that people are basically good. They just need the right atmosphere to flourish. But this is blatantly false. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked, Jeremiah 17, 9. We are deceptive and evil by nature. We need biblical restraints and repentance, not unchecked freedoms. My goodness, is this not obvious? You know, I'm all for genuine prison reform and rehabilitation. There, There is a better way, you know, uh, with, um, you know, what, what has gone on in the past with, with in the prison system and rehabilitation, you know, there's, there, there's, there is, there's gotta be a better way, but you, you right now we're putting the cart before the horse and by minimizing punishment, you actually increase crime. So you have to make the fun, punishment fit the crime and then work from there. And the only way that really prison reform and rehabil, rehabilitation will work, lots of words here, whoa, is to change people's hearts. We must allow the word of God to take center stage in our institutions again. Another point here, America must tilt the balance of power. Did you know that? We must tilt the balance of power back to 
You ready for this? Well, let me be clear. I'm not talking about political power here. I'm talking about spiritual power. A red wave will not save America, but the crimson blood of Christ can. Brace yourself, because even with the Republican-controlled Congress, all hell may have broke loose over the next few years, and the Republicans will be blamed for it. And as I've written many times before, there's pride on the right. They too must humble themselves. Uh, We must stop the name-calling and silence the belittling and halt the slandering. Unity is the crucial and critical key to success. So uh, my thoughts were, you know, even with a Republican-controlled Senate and House, they would have been blamed for a lot of things that could have really hurt 2024. Again, my hope's not in politics, but I think... You know, the political process is very important if you care about the future of your children and grandchildren. Now, if you don't, yeah, I guess politics doesn't matter. But (laughs) if you do, you might want to wake up. Uh, Final point here. America must go back into the closet. Did you catch that? America must go back into the closet. Every godless movement is coming out of the closet. So we must go deeper back into the prayer closet. You see where I'm going here? Psalm 34, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. Our only hope is to ask heaven to come to our rescue. America, what's it going to take to break you? Could it be that God is using much of this to humble us? Angry tirades won't get us anywhere, nor will uh, pouts and depression, but bended knees will get us somewhere. Back into the prayer closet is our only hope. We must turn completely to God today. He is the shepherd of the shattered, the rebuilder of the broken, the defender of the damaged, the counselor for the confused, the rock for the worried, the healer of the injured, the rest for the weary, the Lord of the lost, and the governor for the guilty, the savior for the sinner. God doesn't hang in the balances. Praise God for that. He sets everything right. So, as a final word of encouragement, uh, we had an incredible week at Westside Christian Fellowship called Rend the Heavens here in Southern California. We met every night for a week seeking the heart of God through prayer and repentance and preaching. And I want to encourage you, you can watch all the services at my YouTube channel, Shane Eidelman. All the services are there between October 31st. We began October 31st, had a powerful service every night through November, the morning of November 6th, 2022. So you can find, again, all of those at Shane Eidelman on YouTube. And uh, that could be a great, great encouragement right now, especially if you're having a difficult time uh, during this difficult season. If you've enjoyed this episode of Eidelman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Again, my name is Luke Duncan, and I am your host of Idleman Unplugged. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Idleman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. 
cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.